Now, for the show that brings combat sports stories to life from the great state of Ohio, this is Forged in Ohio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of Forged in Ohio. My name is Jake Murray, and I'm the host of the podcast. It's been just over a week since I talked to you all last. No episode last week, as the week prior was actually that special two-episode week for Forged in Ohio. I, along with everyone in the Ohio MMA scene and beyond, of course, wish Josiah Musclehamster Harrell the best moving forward after he could not compete at UFC 290. It sounds like he's motivated to get back to work and that's a good sign and I hope this is the first chapter of Josiah's incredible comeback to mixed martial arts competition. Now let me introduce today's guest. He's the third fighter to join me from Demolition Fight Team in Finley, Ohio. He's a 2-1 amateur mixed martial artist, but he's found a lot of success in pro kickboxing lately. He's 2-0 in the sport and is fighting for a title at the end of September. I can't wait to talk to him about all that and more. It's Marcelino Real Street Jesus Wrangle. Thanks for joining me, Marcelino, and welcome to a show that you know all too well in Forge in Ohio. Yeah, man, I just want to say thanks for having me, bro. You know, you, you're doing, you and Forge in Ohio is doing great things for, for all combat sport athletes in Ohio. You know what I'm saying? You're, you guys are putting us on the map. Yeah, of course, man. I appreciate the support on that Trey Cusack interview. And now look at you, man. You're on the podcast. I can't wait to really just dig into your story of your combat sports journey so far. Before we get into that upcoming fight on September 30th, I want to talk about your career competing in multiple sports and that story as well. So first, how'd you get into the combat sports space? Well, if you got some time, bro, it's a big story, man. It's a, it's a real long story. Yeah, let's get into it, man. All right, so um, so it happened about 14 years ago. I'm I'm turning 30 next next month, next this upcoming August next month. So 14 years ago, I had got kicked off the wrestling team in high school. I was a sophomore in high school, got kicked off the wrestling team, and I was like, you know, I need something to do. I need I need some contact. You know, I need some something to do. And so I started boxing. And after boxing. It really wasn't. Couldn't find no nobody in my weight class because I was so little, so I couldn't find no no action. And so then, uh, I was like, my cousin had ended up fighting. His name is uh Josh Killian. He's a uh, he's incarcerated right now. He's supposed to be coming home soon, but uh, he was fighting. And then, uh, just got into you know I was cornering him a lot. Me and him, me and him was training together all the time, cornering him. And uh, and then he ended up actually getting linked up with Gary at demolition coach Gary. But, uh, so after my cousin had got locked up, I had got back into some fighting in defiance at a gym called VIP VIP D boys back in the day. Um, shout out Victor fam, blue fam. He was the one that started it. Uh, so I had my first fight. It was a month before my 16th birthday in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I think I won that one in the third round TKO. And then I ended up having a couple fights, you know what I'm saying, when up until I was 18. And then it was like, I want to say it was like August. It was like four or five days before my birthday. I had a fight in Michigan. It was for, I was facing a champion uh, at the wake at the time at the, uh, at 125. And I only weighed probably like 108 at the time. So I was facing the champion. He had two belts. And if I would have beat him, I would have fought him again at the next show for, for the, for one of the belts. But we went all three rounds, and I lost by a unanimous decision. Whooped my butt, you know what I'm saying? Tore me up, but 
it is what it is, you know. And then so uh, then from there, my girlfriend at the time was pregnant with my first son. And he was due like two months later. And at, at that fight, I got I got beat up real bad. And uh, my face, man, I don't know if you I don't know if you're familiar with the Hey Arnold cartoon. Uh, yeah. So my face, my face looked like Hey Arnold a little bit. And uh, so I was like, man, I can't have my, you know, I can't have my guy see me like this when he's a baby. So I decided to take some time off and I had uh, had an injury from when I was in eighth grade wrestling with my rotator cuff. So I took some time off, ended up getting a good job to where I could figure out what's wrong with my shoulder. And then uh, ended up getting surgery on my shoulder about, I want to say about three years ago, I got surgery on my shoulder. And uh, after that, about two years later, Coach Gary hits me up and was like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? I'm like, you know, I'm all right, just working, providing for the family. And he's like, come check out these box, come check out my boxing show. You know, he's like, I miss you, man. I'm gonna, he's like, you know I'm saying, just come check me out. And I was like, all right. So then after I went and checked out the boxing show, you get all them like emotions from before, the smell, the everything, the, the, the ring. It's just, you know, it just makes you hype. And I was like, man, I miss it. And then he was like, what you think about coming back? And I was like, well, let's do it. And so next, the next practice, I went in there. I started training, got to conditioning. A couple months later, had my first fight back. Yeah, so that's a very fascinating story. Many follow-ups that come to mind. First, like with that rotator cuff injury from middle school, were you planning on returning to combat sports after the shoulder surgery, or was it Gary from Demolition that really got you back into the sport? So I had always told myself, so when at my last, the last fight when I was about to turn 18, I was like, man, I can't do this no more because my shoulder kept, you know, it kept messing with me at the fight. And then I finally got it healed. And I was like, you know, if I do get it, if it does, if it does get back to like full function, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, maybe give it a try. But it was never, it was never like a, like a, hey, set in stone thing. Like I get my shoulder fixed, I'm gonna go fight. It was, it was just a thought. And then when coach, uh, I had actually, actually I had messaged coach about something because I had watched, uh, I, it was a Chocolito fight and I can't remember who else he was fighting, but it was like the third fight, uh, him and the other guy was their third fight. And it was like 112 weight class and that whole car, there was a whole bunch of little dudes and me, I walk around at, you know, one eight, like one eighteen, some little guy. And, uh, so I was like, man, you know, I was watching all these fights. I was like, yeah, I, I can get these guys some smoke. You know, I can I, I, I can see myself I can see myself competing with some with some with some big names if I get to training again. And then so I had I had tagged Coach Gary in something in one of their in one of a it was like a top ranked post or something like that. I was like, Coach Gary, you ready to go go travel? And he was like, let's get it. And then that's when he had uh, actually invited me to the to the boxing show. How much did that rotator cuff injury kind of hold you back in those early on fights where, like you said, you were competing right before your 16th birthday as a 15 year old out there in a cage? So, so Mike, it bothered me when, when I had surgery, they, they thought it was just like a, like a torn, torn rotator cuff. But when I, when I got the surgery and they went in there, my whole labrum was cracked. The road, the, the rotate, they said it was like barely hanging on. So like, I knew it was bad, but I didn't think it was as bad as the results were at the end when they told me. So I was like, you know, it wasn't like I, I just I just always dealt with it because when it happened. So my dad was a uh, my dad. When I, I started wrestling when I was real little. My dad was my coach. And when the injury happened at the wrestle off, 
the coaches had told me go down, you know, they told me go down to my, cause my dad was coaching bitty wrestling and I was up in junior high. And so they're like, go down to your dad, see if he wants to take you to the hospital. Da, da, da. So I go down to my dad and he's looking at my shoulder and stuff, looking at everything. And, you know, he's like, oh, you'll be all right. Let me see it. You know, rubbing it around and then just gives it a couple of yanks and get back up there. And then a couple of weeks later, it just, it just, it just hurt so bad to where I was like, yeah, I can't, I got to go to the hospital. And then at the time they're like physical therapy and all this stuff can't do surgery because I was so young and so just dealt with it I was just like man physical therapy don't help it makes it 10 times worse so I just dealt with it and fighting at 15 years old is just so insane to me the only thing I cared about as a 15 year old was hopping on video games after school and you're out there competing in a cage likely in your early years of high school what was the mindset of, of competing at that young of an age so so, so it's, it's, it's funny man it's because you know, my, like I said, my cousin was a, he was, he was a pro fighter and, you know, we just, we was always known for, we was always known for fighting. So it was just like, you know, don't matter who it is, let's get this work. And that's how it was. It was just fighting, fighting the fight. Like I said, at the time I walked around probably at like 108 pounds and I was fighting my second fight. The dude was 28 years old and it was at 125, but he missed weight. I think he was like 128 and Back then, the only thing you needed was your mom to sign. Was your mom to sign the paper? So my mom was always at my fight, signing, signing the paperwork. And yeah, if it wasn't if it wasn't for my mom, I would have never fought because mm-hmm. you know I had to had to have her sign my sign my uh, waivers. And she was completely supportive of what you were doing. The 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 first match, she was a little <laughs> uh, you know she she was a little nervous, but it was like I told her I was like mom, it's just like a wrestling match. It's gonna be alright. And you know after the first match, you know she's right there re, uh, cage side. And, you know, she's I, in between rounds. I'm looking over at her and I see her getting, you know, getting into her little nerves and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I was like, it's, it's just like a wrestling match, mom. We're going to be all right. Was she mad at you at all for saying it was just a wrestling match? And then she sees you throwing punches and kicks and all these things out there in the cage? Uh, no, she 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 knew it was a cage match. Uh, OK, it, I just told her I was like, you know, hey, it's just think of it as a wrestling. Match. I got gotcha. Think of it. Yeah. Is it hard for you to believe how far you've come from back then? Or did you always know that this was something you'd be doing for a long time? No, I didn't think it was something I was going to be coming back to at all. I didn't think of it at all because I just, like I said, I had my son at a young age. It was just, you know, taking care of the kid. Like I was so like I, I, I pretty much almost dropped out of high school, but I was in trouble at the time. And the judge was like, no, you're not going to drop out. You're going to get your diploma. So they put me in a program to where I went to like, it was like a summer school, like homeschool thing. So I got in the program and I uh, graduated early, like a, a whole year early. And I was able to go to work and provide for my son and my family and stick to work. And that's, that's all I kept thinking about the time, you know, work, pay bills, make sure the family's fed. Yeah, of course, man. You've been on that grind ever since. I mentioned how you've competed in several combat sports. You went 2-1 in MMA in 2022. You're currently 2-0 in pro kickboxing this year, and you have some boxing matches under your belt as well. Is there one discipline or sport that you enjoy more than others, or are you just enjoying bouncing around kind of like you are right now? Oh, no, I I love, I mean, I I love all the, all all the, you know, mixed martial arts. I got, you know, I I don't like for real for real, I don't like I hate kicking. I hate kicking. Hmm. And the only reason why I'm doing some kickboxing matches is to get is to stay active. But you know, I I love all mixed martial arts. It's you know they all got great discipline to them. 
So it was never really like, you know, hey, MMA, because like I said, I'm, I walk around, I'm 118. So I always knew I wasn't going to do like MMA because at 125, you got people come from 30, 35, 40, maybe even 45, some people probably even 50. So I was like, man, I'm already giving up five pounds from the weight class. I ain't going to I'm not going to put myself in a position to, to fight these dudes to, you know, to get hurt and put myself in a position to where it's just it's not it's not beneficial. Why don't you enjoy kicking? All them injuries, all them leg kicks, mm. man. You see them leg kicks, bro, and and they just they they scary, dog. And and if it, I I got little legs, you know what I'm saying? I'm five three, <laughs> got little legs. I can't I can't uh I can't risk nothing, no inches. <laughs> Are those like the injuries that you have to just look away from whenever you see a leg snap or break in MMA? Oh yeah, me I if, man, nope. That's that's not that's something I, I if it happens. I'm, I'm hope, hopefully I'm looking the other way when it does happen and everybody yeah. does the awe and then they tell me what happens and I'm like, oh yeah, glad I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. MMA fans are all about blood all over the cage, but when it comes to any bone breaking, they don't want any part of it. You mentioned yep. staying active in your career as well. Is that something that you've tried to focus on at this stage of your career to stay as active as possible? Oh man, I want to stay. I, I wish I could stay more active. It's just the way at my size, like like I'm like I said, I'm turning 30 next next month, and I'm one like I walk 118, so I'm fighting 125. People look at my, you know, say that it's hard to find matches. Every time, even boxing matches, I was having to fight people at 132, at 130. I think it was 136. You know, I've always I've always fought. I've always had to fight in the upper weight class because I just couldn't get matched up at 25. That's why, like my when I came back to fighting, you see me go. My, my matches was in Alabama. My matches was in Kentucky and and so forth. Yeah, and I also saw that you're getting ready to make that pro boxing debut. We'll talk about that upcoming kickboxing fight in September a little later on, but when would you like to make that transition and turn pro in boxing? Oh, uh, man, I'm just waiting for the call. I'm waiting for the – to be honest, I, I, already t- I already told Coach Gary, you know, it's it's whoever wants it. I'm, I'm going for, for the top names. I don't want to take a slow ride. I want I want to go up. If they undefeated, I want I want that work. If they if they an A side, I want that work. Call me the B side. I'm a B side for now. So give me that work. I want I want them all. I love it, man. Do you kind of get motivated more when you're quote unquote the B side or the underdog going into a fight? No, I mean I got this. So to me, it's a, it's a switch. I got I got I got like a switch in my in my my mindset and my mentality to where you know like I'll be calm, cool, and collective. And then, you know, once weigh-ins come and everything's everything's set, I hit that switch, I get in that zone, I get in that mood to where, you know, it's it's almost like kill or be killed. Is that where the nerves and anxiety that I know every fighter deals with in their own unique way, is that where, you know, you make that switch and those kind of go out the window as well? Uh, I mean, it's just, like, for me personally, it's just, like, it's, it, it, it doesn't take, it's, it's not hard for me to hit to make to make that switch. But it comes to like if 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 dude's talking crap, yeah, you know what I'm saying that that switch is gonna get flipped real quick. But if if, if it's just a normal fight, you know I gotta I gotta get in the zone to where, you know I'm I'm hitting some mitts. I'm I'm getting in, I'm getting fluid in in my movement in the back. You know warming up. I'm you know feeling confident in myself, feeling confident in in the environment in the in the war, and just going at it. 
How well-rounded has your game become since you have the experience of competing in all these different disciplines in mixed martial arts? So I've always been like a like a freestyle fighter. Like even even back back when I was younger, you know, I started boxing. I think I really started boxing at like 12 and uh, ended up winning Golden Gloves when I was younger and then still wrestled and stuff. So I, I always had that like that wrestling stance mixed with that boxing stance. So I just you know it just everything worked into a worked into a flow to where I, I just feel right I feel good and competing in those different sports and disciplines is it hard to develop like a consistent training camp or are you constantly just trying to develop and transition into whatever you're going to compete in next so yeah like if so it's like the September 30th uh Carnage fight series fight you know I'm going to be doing more a little more kickboxing you know a little bit more kicking than I normally do because I want to just, you know, I really want to proceed, uh, pursue boxing. And, uh, so I'm going to, but this camp, you know, unless, unless something comes up short notice and, you know, the people, somebody wants to pay me some good money for a short notice fight, you know, I, I'm going to go boxing, but for the September 30th, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a little kiss. Coach going to have me do some, uh, some tech sparring and he's going to be having me do some, uh, some, some, some little leg work, some little leg kicks and have me, have me prepared for, for whatever, to come on September 30th. Gotcha, man. So when you look back to all the fights you've had, regardless of the sport, do you have a favorite performance or fight that stands out in your mind? Oh, yeah. It was my first fight back. My, fir- my first fight back after the layoff. Like It was like 10-year mm. layoff. It was the one in Alabama. And was that in mixed martial arts or was that something else? Yeah, it was an, M- it was an MMA. Is that the Damien Holmes fight? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you won that one by split decision. Why does that one stick out? Was it just because you made that return and you got the win, or was there something else that made that moment special? Oh, it was the crowd, bro. It was the crowd. It was the fans. They so so when I was younger and I fought everybody. You know, my nickname was Young Blood at the time. Back in the day, it was all everybody always called me Young Blood. They didn't even call me, you know, Marcelino because they couldn't pronounce it. They was like, oh, Young Blood's here. You know, saying so. Every, my fight name was Young Blood back then. And when I came back, it was still, I, I didn't want it to be Young Blood because I was like, I think I was 29, 20, 28, about to turn 29 or something like that. And I'm like, you know, saying I'm, I'm not young no more. I'm 29 years old. So I was trying to come up with something. And then, uh, so in between, it was going into the second round. You hear in the recording of a video, you can hear somebody in the crowd go in, in their uh, Southern accent. It was like, let's go straight, Jesus. <laughs> so that, that's, where the, that's where the nickname now came from from then and and then ever since then just it's just stuck and not even at the fight after that in Kentucky same thing happened my nick my nickname was young blood there and then the next thing you know somebody there calls me street jesus and so i was like man after that my final one in uh Astoria for uh, i believe it was renegade rumble i was like man i got to go with street jesus so is that the official nickname moving forward street jesus in between the first and last name for you yeah, I'm probably I'm probably gonna put the real one, you know, saying the real street Jesus. I'm I'm the real one. In the long run, what sport would you like to primarily focus on and be known as a professional kickboxer, MMA fighter, or boxer moving forward? Oh, you're gonna see me as a world champion of uh, boxing. I'm gonna be a world champion boxing. Boxing? Why boxing? Why? Because uh, I plan on fighting at the. The lowest 112 pound division, but I plan on making making a lot of noise at 112 and 115. 
Is that your main goal that you're trying to achieve in your fighting career to become a champion one day in boxing? Oh, I mean, it's not just my one goal. It's, you know, there's there's a lot of little goals that I have because, you know, like I said, I'm turning 30 next month. So me personally, I'm in my head, I'm like, I'm thinking I got, I can go seven more years. I feel good. I'm competing with some dogs at practice and hanging with them. So I know I got, I know I got at least, at least a good four or five in me. And then, and then after that, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I plan on, I plan on being a world champion by the time, you know, a couple of years, by a couple of years. I love to hear it, man. Once again, this is Marcelino, Real Street Jesus, wrangle with us on Forge in Ohio. You're yes, the sir. third fighter from Demolition Fight Team that I've had on the show. We kind of talked about Coach Gary there and how he brought you back into the sport, but what's it been like for you to train at Demolition? Oh, man, Demolition is nothing but family, bro. You know, everybody's everybody's in their family. You can Somebody brand new can come in and, and they family. It's Demolition, demolition's a demolition's a family, man. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've heard from every single fighter I've had on the podcast from Demolition. I've asked the same question to Dylan Budka and Trey Cusack, your teammates, and I'm going to ask you about it as well because I find them so fascinating. How grueling are those gauntlets that you guys go through? So for me, man, my my gauntlets, I'll be I'll be going with all of them, Coach, because Coach with me and Coach, Coach knows he can put me. With you know, saying he can put me with Mateo, he can put me with Jaden, he can put me with Wiz, he can put me with Trey, he can put me with Jimmy, he can put you know, Coach knows no matter no matter who's 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 working with me, we we gonna work. So like the the gauntlets, you know, they 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 all work. We just we just all work. Yeah, for sure, man. They definitely sound grueling. Do you remember your first ever gauntlet experience? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I kind of do. It was for the well. It depends on which one you want to call it for the boxing. My first boxing match back. Or if you want to call it for my first MMA fight back, because my my first boxing fight, my, my first fight back was boxing first. I didn't get back into MMA until probably a year after that. So like my boxing gauntlet, yeah, that was that was. I mean, it was, it's all hands, but it, it really showed my cardio was was nothing. I had no gas, and you know, just had to work on that. But my my MMA gauntlet, you know, I had a, I had to go rounds with Jimmy Fatfum. I had to go rounds with Wiz. I had to go rounds with some with some big boy, you know, with Jaden. I had to go, you know, it was it was good, some good rounds. Aside from fighting, you mentioned that you are a father, and I believe you are in the process of starting and growing a landscaping business. What does your current work life balance look like right now? Oh uh, man, so I'm full time right now. Um, actually, at a like a distribution center, I'm full time there. I work 10, 10 hours every day on top of you know growing this landscaping business. Northwest Outdoor Design and Build. If you guys need your landscape enhanced, we don't do the we don't we don't do no cut and blow. We we enhance your landscape. So y'all can look us up on uh, Facebook and give me a call. But uh, other than you know, we just we just finished a job in Defiance, Ohio last weekend. Turned out great. Um, hopefully we got we got some more leads coming up in the Toledo area and the Finley area. So it's it's busy, man. It's very busy. Yeah, I love the shout out, man. Definitely uh, check them out if you're in need of any landscaping care. Most fighters I've talked to on Forge in Ohio aren't fathers. So being a father of two yourself, how much motivation does that give you heading into fights? So, so like at first, when I first started, when I, well, I should say when I first came back to fighting, you know, my kids, they were just like, you know, dad, what's that doing? You know, they, he was he going to fight for? He, 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 
you know, they just they didn't understand it until they went and seen some matches and they was like, oh, and then they, they, they see the crowd getting hyped. They see, you know, they see the whole environment and they're like, oh, and then like, like the last, my last fight on for, uh, for Carter's fight series, that was, that was, a, they, they, they loved that one. Cause crowd was, man, the crowd was crazy. The, it was, it, it blew the roof off the place. So do they have that better understanding now of what exactly you do or are they, or are they still kind of blind to what exactly it is? No, they, they, they know I'm fighting now. They know I'm fighting. And, and like my, my oldest, he, he texted me like, uh, he texted me after the fight and was like, dad, you're a star. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah. I was like, well, we're, we're about to get even bigger, bro. We're about to, we're about to go to the top. We wouldn't keep going. Is it hard not to get emotional when you get a text like that after a win? Oh yeah, man. So yeah, my 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 Otis, he he knows how to hit my heartstrings. You know, he without him, man, I, I would without him or my wife, I would probably be you know locked up or or dead probably. So because they was the ones that that changed my life. Would you be open to your kids following in your footsteps and becoming a fighter one day? Oh man, my my Otis, he's got some nasty kicks. He's <laughs> the one that kicks. My Otis, he got some nasty kicks. My youngest, he like a bulldog. He he goes straight forward and wants to ground pound. But you know, if if they want to, you know, I'm I definitely I'm definitely down for it. When I was younger, I I, I was like I don't want to say forced, but you know, being my dad a coach and stuff, I had to. It was like oh, I was forced to wrestle a little bit, and I, I liked it at the beginning, but then at the end a little bit, I was getting a little burnt out and stuff like that. So with them, I never want them to feel like oh hey, you know, you got to do this, you gotta. You got to do this sport. You know, if they wanted to, if they want to join band, I'd be like, all right, let's, you know, let's go buy a trumpet. If they wanted to, you know, play volleyball, I'd be like, all right, we're going to go buy a net for the back. You know, whatever it is they, they want is, it's, it's for them. Can you even envision yourself like years in the future, cornering one of your kids for their debut fight? <sighs> oh man. I mean, I, I can. Yeah, I can actually, I can. It's, it's, I can see it for both of them. Cause Cause I have a, I've actually have a, a boxing promotion starting up in September in Defiance, Ohio. Resurrection Fight Series, the first one, September 9th. So if any, if any amateur boxers want on the card, send me a message. I'll get you, I'll get you matched up. But I really wanted, I really wanted one of my sons to, to get on that card. To, you know, saying especially back home, it'll be, it would have been nice. But they, they ain't ready for it yet. Maybe if they change their mind. <laughs> that'd be awesome too on what your promotion your fight card too that'd be an epic moment for you and the family i bet oh yeah it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a lifetime achievement right there something else about you that's hard to miss is your tattoos i definitely found a few that i like but do you have a favorite piece or two of your own oh yeah man i got my uh tattoo on my left uh inside arm it's an indian like a aztec I would check like a like a old like a old uh, Indian chief, and then I got on my on the left uh, sh- like shoulder, I got the Aztec warrior, you know, and then I got the uh, Day of the Dead, but it's supposed to it's a my right shoulder area, and then I got the Mexican eagle on the inside of my right forearm. Those those are one of the best ones that I like. I love man. Are you getting more work done soon? Oh yeah, man. I want to shot. Yeah, actually. Man. I want to shout out Chewy Hernandez from Ink Society in Montpelier. He's gonna, he's gonna be getting me right. All right, man. I look forward to seeing it. Talking to Marcelino, Real Street Jesus Wrangle on Forge in Ohio. It's time to talk about September 30th. You fight for the third time this year in kickboxing at Carnage Fight Series. This time 
for the flyweight pro kickboxing title. How much are you looking forward to this upcoming fight? Oh man, I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to it a lot. Like my lad, the last one, the the crowd, my my hometown, they showed out big time. And for this one, for the belt, I know DeFi about to stand up. DeFi about to DeFi about to show out. So. And I know it's gonna be even louder. It's gonna. I got my my walkout song last time. They had them. I had them turned up, and it's, this next time it's gonna be even better. What was the walkout song? So the walkout song was with uh. So the like the first ten to fifteen seconds, uh, was the Undertaker's little theme song, mm. like at the beginning with the doom with the bells and stuff. And then after that, it was a uh, Lil Wayne on me. I love it, man. You big uh, wrestling fan? Oh yeah, man! I actually, man, it, I've, I've been a wrestling fan since I was a kid. I met Rey Mysterio. Um, I met uh, a lot of uh, actually a lot of wrestlers. My my aunt was uh, real close, real close to him, uh, to one of the ring announcers back in the day. And we'd always get tickets to the Fort Wayne events, to the Toledo events. We'd always get tickets and stuff like that. So big fans back when back when Steve Austin was around, back when Sting was around, Goldberg. I mean, they probably they might even still be around, but back in the day yeah that's awesome man I'm a, I'm a big wrestling fan myself do you have like a favorite wrestler of all time i know there's many greats but does one kind of stick out that you always would watch for eddie guerrero man eddie guerrero uh, great choice man great choice back to uh this fight september 30th is this the first time you've competed for a belt at this level at least yes sir yes sir it is I'm sure that you get excited for all your fights, but how exciting is this one with the added bonus of winning that first belt? So, I mean, it's, it's exciting, but at the moment I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be cool right now. You know, I'm trying to stick to stick training, stick to some good training, stick to perfecting some, some skills. You know, I'm just staying calm, you know, not, I don't want to overdo it because I, you know, you overdo something and you and you put yourself in a position to be vulnerable for something, and I, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, man. Keep a cool head. I believe you fought for Carnage Fight Series for all your pro kickboxing bouts. It sounds like they've treated you well as you've returned twice now, and they are giving you that title shot. What has the promotion meant to you so far? Oh man, Carnage Fight Series and Wolfman, they've been they've been nothing but you know great to me. They they treat me treat me with like I'm a like I'm their star, you know, I'm I'm their up and coming star, you know. I feel like I feel like it's we, we got a we got a good relationship. Do you have a, a set opponent already for September thirtieth? Not yet. I don't think so. So once once I find out and the poster's made it's it's gonna be posted, but you know, one twenty five, you make the weight class, hit up Wolfman, we gonna we gonna get some work in. Of course, man, I'll promote it as well when the opponent does get announced. How, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard when you don't know the opponent yet, but how confident are you that you'll be waking up on October 1st as a, a champion in pro kickboxing? Oh, man, I already got my, my, the, my, my home, I'm already playing in my hometown, you know, my hometown walkthrough, bro, because I got a lot of sponsors from my hometown. It's, it's, it's already in my bag, you know, I'm, I'm already... I don't want to say I'm I'm guaranteed it, but I'm I, my me myself I'm guaranteed it. I know my hands is gonna do more damage than anything, and and put somebody this time is gonna put somebody to sleep. You kind of have that uh, place on the mantle already set for the belt when when you get home. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I'm putting actually I'm probably I put it probably put it in my kids' room for the first couple of weeks. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm sure they'd love for you to bring home a belt to them. Again, kind of hard when you don't know the opponent, but you mentioned putting a person to sleep. Is that the prediction for September 30th? You win inside the distance? Oh yeah, that's what I'm going for, man. My the first fight for Carnage, I, I got it was a second round uh, you know, TKO, I wanna say TKO referee stoppage. So I plan on I I'll, I'll this time I wanna put somebody I wanna make a statement. You know, I wanna make a statement for for when I make my pro debut too for boxing, I want to make a statement. You know, I'm 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 not here to play games. I'm here, I'm here to take over. I love to hear, man. I cannot wait for September 30th to see you compete once again. Before we wrap up, man, anything you want to shout out, whether it be social media handles, sponsors, things going on at the gym, the the floor is yours, man. Yeah, I want to shout out the the guys at the gym. Uh, Trey Kusak, he's got a fight coming up. Toby Hernandez got a fight coming up, and both of them fighting for Dan Anderson's uh, promotion in Cali. Dylan Book is fighting, you know, uh, I think it's September 26th. Mateo's fighting in September. You know, all the guys, Jimmy's fighting. Everybody's fighting. My brother Alec, who's fighting next Friday at Dylan Buck's Mindless Mania Boxing Series against um, Briar Cato. Uh, it's going to be a banger of a show. It's going to be a banger fight. I can't wait to watch it. So y'all tune into that too. And also, uh, Shout out my wife and kids, my mom and dad, all my family that supports me. Coach Gary, man, he's he's the real street Jesus, man. He's the one that takes all of us, all of us little hoodlums, and and make and puts us in check and makes sure that we're that we're doing the right thing. And then uh, you know my sponsors, Atco Firearms, they're located in Sylvania, Ohio. If you guys need any weapons of so to say, you know you guys need any bullets, uh, you know anything, Atco Firearms, your people. Um, Pampered Paul Salon Grooming and Boarding in Defiance, Ohio. La Jalencia Mexican Groceries in Defiance, Ohio. Enzymes Pub in Defiance, Ohio. Jell's Beauty Salon in Defiance, Ohio. Color Masters Inc. And my uh, graphic designer, Creeper. Y'all can look him up on Instagram. I want to say it's like 3king.sundaysavage. And then also, if anybody is in the market of a portable ice bath, or if you're looking for an ice bath, you can use my code at NerdCover. You can look them up on Instagram. My code is StreetJesus1, capital S, capital J, StreetJesus1. Get yourself a, an ice bath for, for your recovery needs. Um, I think with my code, it comes out to like, I think it's like 80 bucks or something like that. So y'all get your ice bath, man. Get, 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 your, get your healing on. Not a bad deal at all, man. Definitely check out those sponsors for Marcelino. And thanks again, man, for joining me on the show. And I can't thank you enough for your support of the podcast on uh, social media for your boy, Trouble Trey Cusack. Before I let you go, I always end interviews on Forge in Ohio the same way. It's with the infamous OHIO chant. So help me out here. OHIO. Thanks, Marcelino. It was great to feature another fighter out of demolition on the show, one that competes in kickboxing as well. And good luck on September 30th, man. I can't wait. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for having me on. Uh, make sure you guys listen to Forge Know How. Check out all their episodes. They got great talent on every episode from the very first one to this one and to the many after it. You know, Forge Know How is putting, putting combat uh, athletes in Ohio, putting them on the map. So you guys check them out.
That was Marcelino, Real Street, Jesus, Wrangle, the 2-1 amateur mixed martial artist and 2-0 professional kickboxer, of course, making that pro boxing debut sometime soon as well. Of all the dates to circle coming up in the combat sports calendar, I certainly think September 30th should now be one of those dates. Marcelino has experience in all kinds of mixed martial arts. He's developing a well-rounded game, and now he puts that game to the test when he he competes at Carnage Fight Series for the 125 Pro Kickboxing Belt on September 30th. It is strap season for Marcelino and those guys over at Demolition. I can't thank Marcelino enough for joining me on the podcast, and I can't thank you enough for listening to this episode of Forged in Ohio. Don't forget to check out other episodes of the podcast. And while you're listening, make sure you download episodes. That's huge and helps me out a lot. Also, check the show out on social media at Forge in Ohio on both Instagram and Facebook. That will do it for episode 38 of the podcast. And until next week for episode 39, I've been your host, Jake Marin, and this was Forged in Ohio.